welcome to the Bonco Podcast. I'm your host, Baz O'Neill, and I'm delighted to be here today with Leo Moran of the Saw Doctors fame. So, Leo, how are you? Thanks very much for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me on. We'll have stuff. a nice old chat here now. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, if you want to give us a quick introduction about yourself, maybe, and just background, living in Tume, growing up in Tume, and bits yeah. and pieces like that. Yeah, I year. grew up uh, here in this house. My father's father bought it here in Tume, and... I've been in, living in it most of my life, except for a, a few years in Galway. Hmm. And Clownborough as well, I lived for in a while. And went to school in the Christian Brothers here in Chum and had a very hmm. very ordinary kind of a yeah. everyday grown-up kind of thing. Yeah, Played yeah, a bit yeah. of football. Didn't mind school, so didn't, didn't love it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very ordinary. Nothing, nothing yeah. exceptional to tell, really. Very nice. Very good. Very good. Uh, were you into sport? Did you say you played a bit of? Yeah, yeah I played. You? I played football and soccer when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a small bit of basketball, but I was no good at any of them. Of course, right. At the time, I probably thought I was decent at it. Oh yeah. It turns out when you look back, I've, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Didn't yeah. really have it, but I liked playing, and I, uh, you know, I, I loved the, just the, the crack of it and yeah, the yeah, camaraderie yeah. of it. Yeah. Played a lot of soccer then in in later, later teen years. Right. And into my twenties, but did you? Yeah, yeah. I was a reserve on the reserves of Tume Celtic. So With Tume, yeah. Yeah, I was Very the lowest, nice. the lowest level of, of soccer player, but I <laughs> loved it. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy in Clamaris playing for. He was given out like hell that he wasn't on the A team. He's given out every time he's at training. Hmm. Uh, why am I on the B team? Because we have no C team. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Yeah. Very good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um. So working after school, how did you? I never got a job. You never got a job? No, I went to college and I did a degree in sociology and French. In Galway? In Galway, yeah. 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 And in there, I got to know the people in the entertainments department. Who That's put, where it started, so? Yes, who put on great shows in Galway. Mm. They, they brought bands to Galway that, that we all loved. We, yeah, had the, yeah. we had the jam and the specials and the beach and YouTube. Really, yeah? And, oh, yeah. There was a whole program of, of gigs every what year. What year are we talking, or years are we talking? I went to college from 1982 to 86. And I got to know Porrick Bourne was the entertainments manager at the time, and Tony yeah. Killeen put on the gigs. And through them, I got to know Ollie Jennings. Hmm. And I stumbled into a little kind of a sideline job. I would put up posters hmm. for the gigs in Galway. I'd yeah, bring yeah. them to Tume and put them up yeah. and bring the tickets down to the record shop yeah, yeah. and collect the tickets and the money and the lads would let me into the gigs for free. Right, so yeah, yeah. I got That's to tough. know the 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 uh, just the whole scene in Galway of, yeah. of the gigs that were happening and the yeah, people yeah. putting them on. So You'd meet a lot of people through that even. like I yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, I loved that. I mean, the gig of... If there was a gig on, it was the highlight of my month or year or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And to be connected to it was brilliant for me. So then when I finished college, I did the H-dip, which I had no interest in doing. Mm. Uh, teaching didn't suit me. I mm. tried it during the trial period. And yeah, yeah. It wasn't for me teaching. How did the French go? I was, I was, I always liked French, but I never lived in France or put enough time yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know so what you mean, yeah. Uh, I'd be, I wouldn't be stuck if I was in France now, but a lot, I'd have lost a lot of it. But I never had a lot of it. Yeah. But I was able to deal with it on an ap- academic side of things, you know. With the, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. I can say the Hail Mary in French, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I can. <laughs> that was drilled into us in whatever class it was, third year or fourth year. I don't think I can do that. No, now. that's about all I have now, I'm afraid. So I, I did the dip anyway, and that was 1986, and I was doing nothing. Mm. 
and I had no notion of going teaching. I had a qualification in French and sociology, which I don't know where you'd bring them. But mm. Porrick Bourne, the entertainment manager, rang me up and he said, there's going to be an employment scheme starting here in Galway. Mm. And what it's going to be is we're putting it together and we're going to create a choreographed Gaelic football match for the Connacht final of 1987. Christ. And we're going to call our group Machnus. Yeah? Yeah. So he said, you have to sign on. You have to be on signing on to get on the scheme. Yeah, yeah. So I went and I signed on. And I got on the scheme and I went into Galway and into this little shed down beside the river there in in behind uh, in Fisheries Field. Mm. And there was a very mix and gathering of people. It was fantastic. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are all people in this some kind of similar boat to myself. Right. It was a loose end. Right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Left college or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were basically, for the government, we were just statistics to get off the register. Right. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you were given, the, you were actually given the same money as the <laughs> Yeah, were you? Yeah. You had to work two and a half days a week. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> th- these people were brilliant. I, I, after even having been in college for four years, I hadn't met such a an interesting bunch of, gang, yeah, yeah. of a gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of left wing stuff, and it was brilliant. <laughs> and and we trained, and we devised. A football match, a choreographed comedy football match, which we put on on Connacht final day in mm. Castle Bear in 1987 Jeez. between the minor and the senior match. Mm. And it was the greatest theatrical work I was ever involved in. Are you serious? It was absolutely incredible. Yeah? Yeah. The whole uh, philosophy in Machnus Park, Brannock was bring art, bring theatre mm. to the people. Don't expect them to come to it. Okay. And where better to bring it but yeah, like yeah, yeah. Park. The big stage. Kind of final yeah, yeah, yeah. And people didn't know what we were doing. We we had the show all choreographed. We had we had really good footballers <coughs> in to move the ball where it needed to go and okay. then we had actors to do the silly stuff. Right. And uh, like we had one actor, Mickey Gorman, who was a footballer as well, and he had a sleeve uh, rolled up along his sleeve, it was fifteen foot long. Hmm. So there was a fellow dragging out of his sleeve and as he kept <laughs> yeah, dragging yeah, out yeah. of it, it was getting longer and longer. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, my part, I was a little bit more athletic at the time and one of my things was that they, uh, I was the Mayo captain, by the way. Oh, good. Galway got a free in. Yeah. And Joe Wall and Steve Wall from the Stunning were the wall for the free and I stood on their shoulders. I was able to do that at the yeah. time. And so you had a three-man triangle in front of the free t- free kicker. All right. Just all these kind of stunts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the best one was Mouse McHugh was the Galway full forward, and he missed the open goals in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, in at, ha- at half time, yeah, a man came out an optician and tested his eyes. And he gave him this huge <laughs> pair of outsized glasses. Yeah, right. And when the ball was thrown in, in for the second half, the ball made its way down to the full forward with yeah. the glasses. And Mousy, as soon as he got the ball, everybody else on the pitch froze. Yeah. And he went in slow motion, solo on it. Yeah. And this looked incredible. And he rolled it down and he kicked it. And it, when it rolled over the line, everybody went back into action. Oh yeah, it was like real life slow motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just Unreal. incredible, and the crowd just were mesmerized. They didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Oh, and 
and the Archbishop threw in the ball as well, and, <laughs> and uh, it was a helium balloon. So oh, yeah. God took the first ball. <laughs> Jeez, but, it's... And it was an amazing, amazing show. And like I said, yeah. it brought theatre to the people. Yeah, yeah. And the GEA didn't know whether to let Mockness do it or not, because they didn't right. know if they were being celebrated or slagged. Yeah, but of yeah, course it was a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do believe that that show, if it were repeated and modernised, it'd be an amazing spectacle for All Ireland Final Day. And it's one off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many aside. Oh, the whole lot. There's fifteen aside. It yeah. real looked like a real game. If yeah, you the, yeah. Come in late and look at it. Referee, linesmen, umpires. Yeah. They all had a bit of action to do as well. A bit of messing. There was a, a mother oh, on no. the sideline when her son got hit. She went out and hit the fellow with the handbag. Right. That kind of crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a, just all kind of little vignettes of stuff that you would know from from the G. Yeah, yeah. And is that the invention of Mockness? Yes, that was the first. Um, well, it might have been the first show. The first show was probably the Dragon down the street. Drummers okay, and the yeah, Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just is the same guy that was organising it all, and he just. Yeah, there was four main people at the time: Pete Salmon, Parry Brannock, right, Ali Jennings, and Tom Conroy. Right. Yeah. Good. And it was amazing talent, amazing imagination, a mad group of people, and it was just, you know, it was out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Sounds good, sounds good. Oh, it was magical. Yeah, I'd say so. Magical. How so. was the crack after it then? We got a bus to Ballinrobe and we washed ourselves on the Sunday game. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't find any yeah. footage of it. It wasn't filmed properly anyway, it was just a pity it wasn't. 19 what? 87? 87, yeah. Jesus. Jesus, I wonder it wasn't filmed. Well, it was. It was. It was filmed for the Sunday game, but not properly. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't primed for what was going to happen. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't take much interest no, in it. I suppose. No. Yeah, yeah. They had a camera no. running. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That's about all you'd see now. It's if you could find it at all. Yeah. It'd be good to see though, wouldn't it? Good to look oh, back yeah. on. Yeah. I say a lot more in town now than the bits you're. Well, telling us about like I'm sure it was there was, was bits going on all over the field. Oh, the like, worst was the bull and dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typical GA match, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, no, just good stuff, good stuff. Uh, just musical, music-wise, were you playing instruments? Would say, grown up or in school, or did you? Is this your the introduction old, to music as well, or the old flagellate with the nuns? The flagellate with the nuns. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. go to I wouldn't go to piano lessons because I heard yeah. that the nun used to hit your hand if you got the notes wrong. So oh yeah. I yeah. Couldn't be bothered with that. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have been able to play it anyway. <laughs> and then I was about fifteen, and mm. uh, the punk thing had happened when that, we we went into first year, when I was about thirteen. Yeah, and that was awful exciting for young teenagers. Like yeah, yeah. And, and it also meant music was everybody's. You mm, didn't have mm. to be any good at it. Mm. You could just make up songs and shout them out. And yeah, bang away with it. Yeah, it's and, called and music. Yeah, so that was brilliant for us. And uh, we were very influenced. All my friends were very influenced with that. So I ended up buying a guitar when I was 15 and right. figuring out how to play a few chords and yeah, yeah. writing songs. We were always amongst people who wanted to be writing songs, like right. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. original kind of. Okay. You teach yourself the guitar? Yeah, a friend of mine, Mary Mogan, showed me chords. And after that, then you kind of just watch other people playing. And yeah, yeah. Learn that way. I know yeah. Ricky, That's he seems to just. Ricky's a great guitar. Lot. He's yeah. a lot better than I am. It's awfully annoying Isn't when it? the drummer in the band is a better guitar player <laughs> than the guitar player. But you see him, he's he's full-time playing some sort of instrument. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? It comes easy to him, though. It seems to, yeah, yeah. It seems to. He's a great ear. Can he sing? Oh, yeah. He throws out an old note yeah, every now and again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a few... He does some very dramatic singing. Does he, yeah? Yeah. yeah he never does too much drama singing now at home or anything like that, but oh, I know he's... he's, oh, no, he's well able. A bit of a note, yeah. 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 Sure, play to him. Play to him. Uh, Absolutely. 
bring us on to the early music days. So, well, we we made we we um, we made up bands when we were 15, 14, yeah. 15, 16. We were called the Mix, myself and Mouse McHugh and Cuser, his brother, and that the reggae band I read about. Is that Wikipedia is wrong? Is it? That was uh, <laughs> that was too much for the white band. That was the next band. Oh, that was, was it, in yeah. the, like around college time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was when we were just kids in school. And then Blaze X had started in tune, mm. and they were fantastic. Mm. <clears throat> I saw I saw them re- rehearsing up in the U Club, and I thought, God, this is as good as the stuff mm. I'm buying singles off. Yeah, yeah. So Blaze X was just phenomenal for me. They were just brilliant. And yeah. Davy and Paul, Davy Carton and Paul Kniff singing, writing the songs, and then they had Paul Rafe and Jack Eaton on drums, and they had really, really good songs, mm. and they played them really well, and they were just. <clears throat> just what kind of thing I loved. Yeah, yeah. And it was very exciting. Mm. And they'd go up to go with the played sport to you too one night and they were brilliant, like you know. That Where was that gig on? In Leisureland. And then their manager was Porrick Stevens, who had been in England and kinda of was coming back and over from London. Yeah. And he was writing songs as well. So we used to go back to Porrick's house and just back the road there yeah, and yeah. he'd be he'd be showing us writing songs and mm. making up things. Mm. Ma- yeah. We I we probably prefer to say making up songs, you yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. not as pretentious or is it, it's not that important, but it's a bit of crack, like yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, good stuff. So, Blaze X only lasted about a year and a half, and when they finished, then as you mentioned, I was in a band called Too Much of the White Men. Some of the local lads here were, yeah. went to London for their. For right. of years, <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. they came back loving everything Jamaican. Good, yeah, yeah. And they wanted to start a reggae band when they came home, and they did, and it they was came very to good. I, I just happened to have a guitar and yeah, an amp yeah. at the time, right? So I was in that band for a while, and that was good old crack. Great band, Mouse McHugh was a brilliant, brilliant frontman. And then uh, I started getting together with Davy uh, because I knew that there was a load of songs left over after Blaze X that hadn't been heard, and I thought yeah, they were yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. And I just started getting together with them and maybe trying to record a couple of them. And then we started writing a couple of songs together. And his next door neighbour, Mary O'Connor, was a great singer. And mm. she came in and she was singing. So mm. the original Saw Doctors was actually a, a female singer, Mary O'Connor, and Davy and myself. Right, yeah, yeah. 86, is that right? Mm, yeah, I'd say 86, 87. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets a bit blurry around that time. Does it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got exciting then, did it? Well, it's just... It, it, there wasn't a lot happening. It was just we were just mooching around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd say you called yourself the Saw Doctors from the get-go, did you? Yes. And just around Tune, was it, you were gigging? Yeah, around? we did a few gigs in the pubs in Tune. It's one of those things I always say, you put a name on a poster and you think it's for this week, and then yeah. if you do a gig next week, you use it again. So right, it's there yeah, forever. Yeah. I know what you mean. Unnoticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. So and the man that's uh, the man that's managing the Town Hall Theatre, Fergal McGrath, he was our drummer at the time as well when Boric went back to London. The Town Hall Theatre in Galway. Galway, yeah. Yeah. And um, Torps Burke was around. He was playing uh, guitar, and then he started playing a bit of mandolin. And mm. yeah, it just it, it started. I was in Mockness at the time, and we mm. because we uh, I was kind of living in Galway then, and. We Porrick said we should do a, a residency in the Keys, the old Keys. Yeah. It was just one story out the back. Yeah. And we did six Tuesdays in a row in the middle of winter. 
which was a brilliant idea. Mm. And we, we gained a crowd. Cause yeah, yeah. All our crowd from Machnus would come anyway. So we'd, yeah, about, yeah, we'd yeah. about 30 any night. So. You'd have been following there yeah. already, yeah. Built. They'd nowhere else to go. Yeah. So that kind of grew. And, and out of that, Mike Scott came in from the Fisherman's Blues recording sessions in Spiddle mm. and saw us playing and saw the way the crowd mm. and uh, asked us to be a support act for the Waterboys. So that was a big opening door. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mighty job. It was Anto in the original Waterboys. Yes. It was the Waterboys he was in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anto was in the Waterboys from the start. He was actually the bass player at the start. Was he? Yeah. Jesus. So it was exciting times in Galway, yeah. for, well, yeah, yeah. for us anyway. But I think it was generally exciting for people. Yeah. Uh, there was still just, was there three or four of you in the band at that time? At that time Except then. Davey and... At that time, Mary O'Connor had gone to... England, emigrated. Okay. So there was myself and Porrick and Turps and Davy. Right. And I was playing the bass. Yeah. Which I love playing. Yeah. But myself and Davy had got together writing songs and Davy was whistling riffs that I could play on the guitar. Mm. So I'd learned a few riffs for the guitar. Yeah. And we were kind of thinking, well, maybe I should play the guitar. So if if I have the riffs, if I know them. What's the point in asking someone else to play them? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got a bass player, and um, I knew Derek Murray, who's from the Stunning now, but he wasn't in the Stunning at the time. Well, okay. he probably was actually just about then. Mm. Derek is a good friend of mine, still is. Like, and uh, I said, would you know of any bass player around? And he said, well, there's a fellow who plays in a band in college. Uh, mm. He's from Donegal, Pierce Doherty. And he said, uh, he he's around. He plays bass. And I said, mm. I said, is he good? Mm. Derek said, well, he'd suit ye. <laughs> what was that saying? <laughs> he was right. Yeah. Yeah. So we asked Pierce to play. And he jumped in. Pierce's first gig was in the Cork City Hall, which is, yeah. this was a serious uh, move up for yeah, us. Yeah. We, we were used to the keys. Yeah, yeah. He, it was in the Cork City Hall supporting the Waterboys. Right. Around the Christmas time of 1988. So that was the first gig? The first gig? Pierce's first gig. Supporting the water water boys yeah. was the real step up. That was the first. Yeah, it was a big step, step up, up for us. Say, but yeah, it was yeah. like we actually did a gig with Pierce out in the beach hotel. We played through a twin deck just to have a run through. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that was it. Then the first proper gig Pierce did with with us mm. was our biggest gig ever. Like serious? Mm. Well, not at, at that time. At the time, it yeah, was yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. And we have a tape of it, and mm. we do the first song, and. Uh, you can hear Pierce because he had no microphone technique at the time. Okay. You can hear him talking off mic saying, Jesus Christ, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Galway man, is he? He's from Donegal. He's Donegal, Carnegie. isn't he? Yeah, very good. He's so living in Galway now, isn't he? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the um, production manager for 2020. Okay. I'm just going to let the cat out here now. All right. You let the cat out. That's very important. Patsy the cat. Yeah, no, she mightn't go out. She'll stick her paw out and see if it's cold enough. No, she's gone. She might as well bring her tail with her. And I'll have to let her back in. (laughs) I know know the crack. (laughs) Yeah, good. So that was the Saw Doctor's first year, more or less, was it? Uh, Yeah, it was about two years rolled into one. Like, we didn't... We weren't playing. It wasn't a full-time thing or anything Mm. at the time. It was just experimenting. You still at Machnus that time? Yes. You were... Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. And the crowds are building with the Saw Doctors. If you're, let's say, supporting the, the Water Boys, we were liked. 
You were like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing to play in a band that people just gravitated towards. Right. And we weren't, we didn't play very well. Had you many songs? We had plenty of songs, yeah. <laughs> songs, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had Porrick Stevens's repertoire as well. Porrick used to sing a few from behind the drums. Yeah. I always remember that night in Cork City Hall. Uh, the gig was over and we were loading out the back door. Mm. And the Waterboys had done an amazing gig. They were huge at the time. They had mm. Fisherman's Blues and This Is The Sea and The Whole Of The Moon yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And we were loading out and there was a fella leaving out the back and he was half-steamed and he was singing Porrick's song going right. out the door. Yeah. And the rain came lashing, splish, splash. And he was after hearing all the Waterboys Water songs Boys, yeah, yeah. in the meantime. Uh, yeah. And I thought, that's, uh, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah, class. That's class, yeah, yeah. Very good. So after that then, you you, you get a load of calls for for gigs around the country or well, did during, it happen straight away? No? During that tour in, at the Sligo gig, Mike yeah. Scott said, we're doing a British tour in uh, springtime. Oh, yeah. Would you come over and be the support act on that? Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember Parik said to me, he said, we'll pencil it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, casually. No, that was a, that was a bombshell. Davy was yeah. working in Cormor at the time and he had three young kids. Yeah. And... It was going to cost us money. Uh, we we did the budget off. We figured we'd need to get a loan for three and a half thousand pounds at the yeah. time to do it. Yeah, yeah. So that was a um, crucial moment. Yeah. And um, it was the ma- mainly for Davy. The rest of us didn't have a job or responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. So Davy said, well, I don't want to be sitting here in 20 years' time saying, well, imagine what we could have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, I know... When I said to the boss, can I have six weeks off? He'll, mm. he'll give me six weeks, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. And, the rest, <laughs> and the next six weeks. So yeah. he did it. Yeah. And and we went. And, and uh, it, of course, it was an amazing, amazing experience. Yeah. And we we were driving around in a little camper van. We went to the little camper van, like, out of London. And we mm. thought it was going to be, you know, a Winnebago. It oh, was one stuff. of them yeah, Volkswagen yeah. yokes. Oh, I know, yeah. So there was six of us living in the camper van. Yes. We brought Paddy O'Neill over to drive for us. And uh, the adventure was amazing. Yeah. And we were playing in all these venues we only ever read about in the music. Would well, you bring your own equipment with you, or do you using the other lads? The water boys were very good. We uh, we were able to put our gear on their truck. Ah, yeah, it's not too bad. No, would have been a tight Volkswagen now if you had all the equipment oh, thrown in on the beds. And everything Even else. as it was, if yeah. you if you got up out of where you were sleeping, you wouldn't get back down. Like. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had to lie straight all night. Up those windows in that joke. Oh was God, imagine what it was like. But we, it was so, it was an adventure. It was yeah, brilliant. Uh, that was your first UK UK tour. So what, many yeah. weeks? It was, um, I think it was four or five weeks. Four or five like, weeks. Yeah. yeah. Good crack. Oh, amazing. Good memories, I'd imagine. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were playing in all these places. And we made we made friends. People liked the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd imagine, yeah. I, I just hear from Ricky telling me about... You've a massive following in the UK now. Yeah, but we've been gone since 1989. I so suppose. There's a lot to be said for persistence. Yeah, there you go. There is, there is indeed. Will you go again? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I think you will, yeah? yeah? I think so, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Might as well, there's a lot of people that would welcome us anyway. And that's well, one thing you have yeah. to say about Britain. It's been so welcoming to us. Never once did mm. we ever feel unwelcome there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it just goes to show you how well Irish people and British people really do get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just of course, yeah. yeah. That's massive, massive. The UK or the US tours built it from that, or built from that. The US tours then probably happened because we had the hit singles. Yeah. Because... You had three number ones, did you? We had... We didn't really. We might have had over the years. We mm. the first time was the, was the biggest number one was mm. I used to love her. Mm. So that made us known to Irish people, 
uh, abroad. Okay. Because people in New York wouldn't have known that we had supported the water boys. So yeah, I mean, yeah. That wouldn't have been a that wouldn't have been a calling card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that we had the hit single, people knew us in New York and Boston, and so it looked like we could go and get a crowd over there. Yeah. So I that was nineteen ninety one. After the single was hit in nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Anyway. Oh yeah. Where do you need to be? Do you know that's Barry now? How you doing? You'd never, Barry, how are you? You never think you he was Ricky's brother. Right, so studio, red light. <laughs> and we're live. What are we talking about? They're going to the States. States? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When did you go over there first? The first time we went to the States. Remember the number ones? The, we, we the, had a, I used to love her. First yeah. number one. In 1990, we were number two and three. I used to love her had been number one. Right. For nine weeks. Yeah. And then we re-released N17, which hadn't been a hit at all. Okay, yeah. Uh, we had brought that out in uh, a, about a year ago yeah, yeah. previously and it got a bit of notice but it didn't do anything much yeah. I Used to Love was a different kind of an animal mm. but uh, I Used to Love was number two and then 17 was number three at uh, Christmas 1990 Okay. so that gave us a great platform to make an album so we went recording with our friend Philip Tennant again then in uh, who had recorded the other ones with us Yeah. and uh, we'd made the album in 1991 uh, probably late 1990 brought it out in May 91 okay, yeah, and that yeah. went to number one Yeah. so yeah, we yeah. were on the pig's back at that stage <laughs> Yeah. and uh, that gave us a platform to go to the States right so we did our first tour in the States in, in uh, October 91 I think we did yeah, seven yeah. or eight dates brilliant and, and, we, and people knew us and, and were ready for us and yeah yeah what sort of crowds I would say you know about an audience, would you guess? seven or eight hundred maybe up to a thousand yeah, at that yeah. time would you yeah yeah Jesus uh, and some of them were three or four hundred. Yeah, I've only a seen footage of them now. Do you know? So they, yeah. they look class like. It was only a small, um, small little tour, seven or eight dates. Yeah, there was and one was gig. The stage was in the middle of the arena. I don't know. It could have yeah. been an old one. I don't know. Or no, that's one we progressed onto. That's oh, is it? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. melody tent on Cape Cod. Right, look class though. And the the stage is it's like a it's like a boxing ring or something. Everybody's yeah, up around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the stage rotates. So you're facing people, you're coming around to them all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. a stirring of excitement all the time. It's amazing. Like a Mexican wave. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very slow, but it's like yeah, brilliant. I'd say so, yeah. No, it looks class. Just the YouTube videos that yeah. I've seen now. It looks and what, if, deadly, you, no. if you spend a couple of minutes uh, concentrating, looking down on the guitar, and you look up, you don't know where you are. Oh, I know, yeah. You get dizzy <laughs> handy enough. Like. Well, it's not that fast <laughs> yeah. enough. But yeah, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's still... It's a bit you have to get used if to you're it. You're looking for the exits like awful quick. Yeah, well you'd be looking for changing the, the guitar, you'd be looking for where where Oh I know what you mean, yeah. Where the roadie would be and you'd right. you're wondering where's yeah, he now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good crack though. Oh I'd say so, yeah. You played there a couple of times, did you? We played there twelve years in a row. Did you? Yeah. yeah. So you're in the US nearly every year, were you? From oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Were you, yeah? Yeah. We did at least we did fifty trips I'd say to the States. Jesus. Over the years, over 20, 20, say from 91 to 2012. Jeez, mighty. 13, yeah. Mighty job. And they were <coughs> long tours, it'd be seven or eight weeks, would they? Some of them were, no, a couple of them were seven or eight weeks. Yeah, okay. Generally yeah. about three. Was that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah people yeah. didn't, people didn't take to being away from home for more than three weeks. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The home birds. Yeah. So it was great to get there for three weeks, I suppose. But there was never a tour that was long enough for me. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. But I was a bit odd as well. I loved the gigs 
the midweek gigs in when there was very few small towns and small crowds. I know what you mean, yeah. I know what you mean. Out in the middle of nowhere, a town that you would never go yeah, to yeah, otherwise. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'd be kind of fillers in, you know, so that the band wouldn't be doing nothing for the week. Right, I know they what you mean, yeah. They wouldn't be making money, but they would at least you wouldn't be, be taking in something. Yeah, yeah I know what you're idle. saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love those gigs because mm. in the States, most people don't go out during the week. So anybody that goes out for a gig during the week yeah. is very interested. They're real enthusiasts. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah, a kind yeah. of, a, that, there was something lovely about those gigs. You like that me. fan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd they meet might, a lot of the fans after the gigs and stuff like that, would you? Well, on a night like that, if there was two or 300 people there, you'd meet most of them. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a few characters in them. Oh, stop. Huh? <laughs> you could write a book on that oh, itself, I'd say. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, sure could. Like, some people would go to all the gigs. That happened a few times. Yeah. Does, is he a Newcastle guy, is he? Keith Barrett went to all the gigs on one of the tours, yeah. In America. In, in America? Yeah. yeah. He's a diehard, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, people just... There's always... If, if, if you attract a certain amount of people, there's always going to be uh, exceptional people in there. like you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Keith... Keith was a huge Newcastle United football supporter. Mm. And... He had to stop going to the matches, so he, I think he just he found us as as the, as the <laughs> replacement, replacement, yeah, and, and loved it, and and uh, he went all over the world to see us. Jeez. He came to Russia to see Anton and myself Did in he, Moscow. Yeah. Christ Almighty! Jeez, that's a fair old spin now to go over to <laughs> look at the two lads from June. Yeah, <laughs> where's Anto yeah. from? He's Anto's from Leicester. He's from, is he? Yeah, mm. Leicester is he? Very mm. good, very good. Yeah, good stuff. So we'd say just with the saw doctors. Are you? Is there any more plans for the Saw Doctors? Is, uh, when did you do your last gig? Our last gig now was in uh, twenty seventeen in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Glasgow, so we don't know what we'll do really. If, yeah. Um, we've no plans. No plans as yet, yeah. No. We just got a bit scared when we had ca- cancelling the tour. The previous to that was it was yeah. really scary. Like, and people make. People make so many arrangements and stuff. It's, mm. it's an awful inconvenience. I mean, we always mm. appreciated people coming to the gigs and 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 making the effort and stuff. But yeah, yeah. It's only when you cancel it that it really becomes, you know, obvious. People have flights booked and hotels yeah, booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and people were very good about it. They just said, "Well, we went anyway." And who'll be dealing with that? Ollie Jennings will be dealing with the emails yeah. and the messages coming through, would he? Yeah, but people were very good. They were yeah. very accepting and there was no real problem about it. And like I said, people said, "Well, we went anyway." Mm. And you know we didn't get the gig, but we got the trip, and we got. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, fair play. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just to like, I suppose we're tentative about booking Anthony again, just in case anything like that would happen again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, is the same group of lads? They'd all be. Oh yeah, everybody interested, would they? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, and it was a good band as well. We were just. You know, a band takes a while to gel and really get going, and yeah. we we were just really getting going, like getting yeah, yeah, getting it tight, like as a group. Yeah, I was at your gig in Salt Hill. Yeah, the arcade is it or what was that place? Sea Point. Sea Point. Yeah, yeah, very good. That was that was twenty seventeen. Was twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen? I'd say was it seventeen maybe? Yeah, yeah. Twice very good gig now. Yeah, we were getting good. Uh, there's no shortcuts to a band getting good. It's like mm. a football team or anything, mm. anything. That's a group effort. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing, like. If you recorded a band at the first gig of a tour and at the end, yeah, the, yeah. the difference is amazing, but you don't feel it happening. I know, I know. It yeah, just yeah. sneaks up on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the little things tighten up. And yeah. and that's what I loved about the Sawdusters. It was always like just 
doing a little bit every day to get yeah. a little bit better and yeah, yeah, doing yeah. tweaking arrangements and mm. doing all that kind of crack. And mm. then we always had that spot in the show in Hayrap. We stumbled upon this crack of mm. adding in a song every night that might be relevant to where we were. Right, right yeah, yeah. And that's how we got those uh, cover version hits, uh, Downtown. And I know how how I feel about you now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, they were just songs. Like if we were playing in uh, Liverpool, we'd play an Elvis Costello song because we do Oliver's Army because that's where he's relevant from. Relevant to the yeah. area, yeah. Somehow yeah, yeah. relevant or it might be relevant to the day. It might be somebody's birthday. Yeah. We did... Uh, Daydream Believer when one of the monkeys died that was people loved that it's yeah, amazing you yeah, find yeah. these songs that people love and that's it yeah yeah so we didn't have a new song every night but as many nights as we could we had most nights we had a different song that we'd learned the just a verse and a chorus yeah and it would go into the hair rap and it was brilliant because it kept the band on edge there was always something to be thinking about right yeah at the end of the night yeah yeah and that you were wondering will, you, will we be able to do it because very most more often than not there was only one sound check to rehearse the yeah. song so yeah, yeah. Um, that was very exciting oh, it's so, yeah. that, and it kept it good for us whatever about the audience enjoying it, it it made us enjoy it which makes the audience enjoy yeah, it yeah absolutely like we played in Limerick and we did Dreams Cranberry's Dreams oh, know, yeah. that kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah 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 and it was always lovely to do those things because so the they're all versions. songs we loved yeah yes we'd say what's the other one uh, the Sugar Babes one about you now yeah, yeah. how did that come about same thing. Where were you playing that? What actually, audience were you playing actually that for? in TF. In the TF, One yeah. One of the Christmas gigs, yeah. It was a New Year's Eve gig and we tried that and it worked. Yeah. People loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, we got a spot on Podge and Raj. Okay, you know, to yeah, spin yeah. the wheel. Yeah, yeah. So we said, if we spin right, the wheel, we if we spin the wheel, can it stop on About You Now? And the lad said it can. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And it did. <laughs> it did. Yeah. And uh, that was a hit for us. And you blasted it out. It's a great song. It's a good tune, yeah. Yeah, a woman Very called good. Cathy Dennis. She, she wrote a lot of ones. Had you number one for that? I'm not, I don't think it went to number one, but it was kind of bobbing around there for a while. Yeah, so, yeah I remember she, that. Another too. one we used to do was Na 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 Na. Do you remember that Kylie Minogue song? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and that same woman wrote it, Cathy Dennis. <coughs> Christ. Yeah. Very nice. And we used to do Don't You Wish Your Boyfriend Was Hot Like Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your own take on everything, obviously. Well, it was just a bit of crack. Yeah, know? absolutely, but that's what people love. Like People yeah. need... It was a great part of the show like, for us. You know I mean? Yeah, because yeah. like I said, it had us on edge. It had us mm. ready for doing something that we weren't sure about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. Keeps and us. We, <laughs> we did a few disasters as well, of course. Church, Jesus. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Well, we did one, the cars, one of the cars ones up and don't talk one night. Yeah. <laughs> it was a disaster. None of us, when it came to it, none of us could remember how yeah. it went. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of counterflow to the hair wrap anyway. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, a bad yeah. fish, like... You wrapped that one up quick enough, did you? <laughs> I remember Kevin Duffy just managed to, eventually, after about yeah. 10 seconds of nothing, managed to... Bring jump, it back to something else. Bring it, it in. No, I brought it in. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of nowhere. But it was awful <laughs> funny. But we, they were some of the funniest ones as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a story where the stories come from. Yeah. There wasn't someone standing in front of the stage waving the hands <laughs> frantically, was there, to stop that? No, didn't matter. No. <laughs> there's, a, there's just us looking at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one, <laughs> it's not right. Fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where the crack is like. Amy was drumming at the time and yeah. it was up to him to bring it in. he was going <laughs> <laughs> I told you I can't get it oh stop <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah yeah that's, that's all part of it it's all oh, good, sure they're, it's all good. That is the, the, some of the best things I ever did were mistakes yeah yeah there you go it's been boring otherwise yeah. just the same thing every night you know uh, yeah good good stuff um, so bring it on from there 
Leo and Anto. That yeah. just that's just that started after you took the break from the docks, is it? Yeah, Anto yeah. said, "Why don't we do something?" And I thought, "God, that's a bit ambitious." Like, yeah, yeah. Um, we said we'd try something. Yeah. So he said, "Why don't you come up to my house?" He said I, he had a recording gear up in the attic, and um, he said we'd do a few versions of songs, maybe mm. they weren't featured in the Saw Doctors or your own versions, and we did. And mm. we ended up doing three albums, and yeah. We did our first tour was in America, and we did an amazing adventure. So the show, I never liked. One of the reasons we're not doing the show at the moment is it didn't really suit me to be the front man. Okay, I'm kind of I prefer to be the wingman. Mm. But I was very pleasantly surprised at how well the show developed and mm. and how well people were leaving the place satisfied. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, and uh, even if I always thought oh, it was me and uh, you know it always could have been better, um, I have to admit. As well, that it was a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean that modestly now. And it was just the two of you there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did a tour of the States and we did uh, we did around England. Then we did the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Mm. Beautiful tour. God mm. That's mm. one of the places that I just, I'm so uh, thankful that we got to go mm. there with music because mm. it's um, it's so beautiful and so welcoming. And the further you go, to the highlands and the islands, the more of a welcome you get because Serious, yeah. the people don't get many visitors. I don't mean that in the, you know, to get plenty of tourists and whatever, but yeah. all the bands don't bother to go up there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. any act that goes up there is is so well appreciated. Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we did the states, as I said, and we 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 got invited to the. To where we got invited to uh, Russia. A uh, woman, Antonio, said she'd put on a little tour for us. So that yeah. was amazing. Jeez. So she she promoted it, booked it, and we went over there in January, yeah, twenty fifteen. What you uh, take in Russia? Amazing, amazing. Serious? No, I don't know how we would have done without her. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. The language was it was um, even though Anto had learned a bit. Anto had been to Russia mm. uh, in in the mid nineties and spent a year over there or so. And he loved it. So he he wanted to go back. And he knew a little bit of Russian, but not really. Mm, mm-hmm. So I think we we were very lucky to have, have an interpreter and a guide. Yeah, geez, yeah, yeah. And she read all the signs and got us on the trains. And, and it was an, just an amazing experience. Like that was out there. As she was with you on the tour. Like yeah, she was yeah. holding your hands more or less. And Absolutely. Around, like yeah. We'd come to the train and you'd go up to the guard. There'd be an army person at the yeah. door of the train. and. She knew what to say. We didn't. I yeah, mean, I don't yeah, know what yeah. would have happened. I know, I know, I know. And we did those. Uh, we did the, t- the train back and over from um, Moscow to Saint Petersburg mm. a couple of nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overnight train. You get a cabin mm. and a bunk, and there's this, uh, there's a eating coach. Oh, yeah. And you're sitting in, drinking local vodka, eating uh, herring and sp- potatoes is one of their dishes. Yeah, and yeah. And you're looking out at the snow. Passing by out in the, in the middle of nowhere in Russia. Yeah, yeah, unreal. God, it was magical. I'd say so, yeah. yeah. I'd say so. And the gigs were amazing because they were a great demonstration in how little importance is really placed on language. Mm-hmm. Because we were there, and in general, other than Moscow and St. Petersburg, the other six gigs we did, the people had no English. Yeah. And we had no Russian. Would it be Irish bears? No. No, we did strange. One of one of them was an Irish bar, but most of them, 
Only only one was an Irish bar. Yeah. These were like Russian little folk clubs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, Crazy yeah. places. One of them was a, a yacht club for very rich people living on the shores of the Volga. Right. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it really demonstrated how how your communication isn't really mm. that uh, based on words. Yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. were there and we had no common language, but we had a gig. Yeah, yeah, And we yeah. had music. Yeah. And we had a bit of comedy and, and a people bit of and, and people enjoying it. Jeez, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, Anto playing the sax and walking down around people and any, any kind of bit of clowning or stuff yeah, yeah. was really good. And any songs that we had, and Porrick is great for writing songs that almost like nursery rhymes. Right, yeah. Really yeah. simple and catchy. Yeah, so yeah, So yeah, we yeah. could always fall back on them, even though they hadn't a clue what we were singing about. Yeah. We actually had successful gigs. Jesus, brilliant. Yeah, it was lovely. How many gigs did you play over there, did you say? I think eight. Did you, yeah? Yeah. But it's a good experience. Oh, amazing. Our well, last gig was in a town called Vologda on, mm. the, on the banks of the river, and, and we arrived there. And there were some uh, English influences, Western mm. influences, in most of the places we were, certainly in Moscow and yeah. in St. Petersburg. But when we got to Vologda, it was Russia, Russia, Russia. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the taxi driver said, we were the first ever non-Russian people he had in his car. Jesus Christ. And we arrived on a Sunday afternoon and everywhere was covered in snow and, and there was kids sledding and skiing down on the river. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was magical. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was another world. I'd say so, yeah, I'd say so. And it was, it was, it was God, yeah, what an experience. Yeah, you took a lot of footage, did you? We have bits and pieces, yeah, yeah but I was just too excited to be, I know, just yeah. to enjoy it. You want to be looking at it rather than so videoing cold. it. I'd yeah. say so, yeah. Yeah. Happy class. Yeah, and uh, like and the and the the buildings and the trains were so hot. It was it was plus twenty four on mm. the train one day we were getting off in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And it was minus sixteen out on the platform. There was a difference of forty degrees when you stepped off the train. Christ almighty. And I don't know how they do it, because you're roasting and then you're freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their hot water is roasting in all the buildings mm. and the reason for that is nuclear power. It, it, it there's no, it doesn't cost anything to heat. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's there's so much, so much power to heat water that it's roasted. Yeah. <laughs> and we stayed in a, her sister, the person who put on the tour, her sister lived in a block of flats, and she was kind of caretaking a little apartment mm. that a fellow from the Russian Navy had lived in, and his wife, and they'd moved away, they were old. Right, yeah. So yeah. We, we stayed a couple of nights in St. Petersburg, and this couple's yeah, house, house. Yeah, 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 little apartment, and it was just so atmospheric, like. Jesus. It was three, and uh, all their pictures are on the walls, and all their little bits <laughs> yeah, and pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like an Airbnb or something yeah, like that. He was, a, he was an officer in the Navy, like, that was yeah. the thing, you know. Jesus. That, he was just an ordinary... Mm. That was one of the things about that you you saw. There there are kind of very obvious kind of communist kind of yeah things. yeah well that's it yeah 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 and but it was amazing I'd say so yeah, yeah. I'd say so. and I got the sense and I think I'm wrong since but I got the sense that Russia didn't really care about the rest of the world it had mm. enough of it's itself thing. yeah but of course Putin seems to be interested in the rest of the globe but I yeah. I got the sense of of the people that they weren't like they were yeah. just they had enough for doing yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> minding their own business it's a big enough spot now I'm sure yeah. they've plenty going on like I mean, mean we only I could show you on the map where we went it was like the tip of of the western side or the yeah. eastern 
Western side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an eight, it's an eight-hour flight from Moscow mm. to, what do you call it, where they send people to to the salt mines one time or whatever. What do you call the, the remote part of Russia again? I'm gone. Oh, I haven't a clue. You're asking the right man now. My but geography anyway, was never very good. That's terrible. But it's an eight-hour, not it's terrible for me. <laughs> terrible for my geography. But bad, it's an eight-hour flight yeah. from Moscow to, to there. All, yeah. And it's all Russia you're flying. Yeah, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. She isn't that serious, like. Yeah. Eight hour flight. Time to think. What's eight hours? Well, you'd nearly be in LA South from Africa, would you? You'd nearly be yeah. in LA from Shannon. Yeah, you nearly would, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York would be about eight, wouldn't it? From no, Shannon. it's less. Is it, yeah? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Big country. Oh, God. And we only saw a tiny bit of it. And you, and you can go on a cruise down the Volga, and mm. no, we didn't. You know, that'd be a summertime thing. And, and then again, Anto was saying, Siberia is where I was trying to think Siberia. of. Sorry. Yeah. Siberia. But Anto was saying like, uh, it's a it's a totally different country in the summer because it gets an amazing summertime yeah, as yeah, well yeah. as an amazing wintertime, so that'll be lovely to see as well. Yeah, countries like that are brilliant. Like as we just get one mm. constant, yeah, dull, pissing rain. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. They get amazing summers, amazing winters, but that's just a part of the world we're in. I'm afraid, like, yeah. you know, temperature. Get used to it. Or well used to it at this stage now, but that's class. That's class. I'm too engrossed in listening to you, Leo, now than looking at my questions or trying to ask you more oh, questions, sure. but it's a good good chat. Um, yeah, we're, what are we in? 46 minutes, something or whatever. How much do you want? All right, don't mind. We'll keep chatting away. I have a few quick-fire questions it's at the, the end to ask um, you. It's talking as easy. It's having to go back over. It's a killer. Try and edit it. Ah, we won't need to edit it. The cat is invited into the podcast <laughs> as well. He'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's obviously... Quite many days. Four days before Christmas. What's the Christmas? Mm. Any plans for the Christmas? Or? Well, Eleanor here loves Christmas. Oh, so does she, yeah? Yeah, we're going to have 12 or 14 people over for the day. Nice job. Yeah, our family and my family. and Oh, yeah. Bit yeah. of a fuss. Christmas bit of crack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good. Game of Twister or Trivial Pursuit Ooh, yeah, or something. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we, we don't know what we'll have. Yeah. But we've had it for the last few years now, and it's it's, it's always worked well, out. You'll be the entertainment on the day, no? Oh, there's plenty of entertainment yeah. besides me. <laughs> you don't need to stand my out. Uncle, uh, my my 91-year-old uncle is yeah. home from New York. So good stuff. He's he's the top entertainer. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, good. Sure, we might wrap. We'll ask you a few quick-fire questions, Leo, if you're Go up on, for that. Yeah. As quick as ask you are. Ask me the hard ones. As quick-fire as you want it to be. Question one, so what are you not very good at? Most things. Most things? Oh, yeah. Anthony in particular, no? What am I bad at? I'm useless at DIY stuff. Or yeah, yeah. Handy, uh, yeah. And hanging decorations. Yeah. <laughs> Three-dimensional things I'm not good at. No? Mechanical things. Yeah, yeah. I don't, my brain doesn't work for them. Sure. Stay away from them, so. Oh, I do. Yeah. Let somebody <laughs> else at it. Yeah, you're dead right. Uh, what's your favourite word? Favourite word? I don't have a favourite word, but... God, I I I can think of one I learned out of a book lately. Go on, rhyme it off. And it's uh, lag lagniap l a g n i a p p e. It's the Russian. Yeah, it's the extra bit. The it's the like the baker's dozen. If you're giving somebody a deal, you, oh, yeah, it's the little bit you throw in at the end. Lagniap. Yeah. Is it Russian? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Well, not teaching anyway. No. No. Um, God, I don't know. Am, am I trainable? I like driving, mm. if I'm not in a hurry. But most professional Frank drivers are in a, a hurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Uh, I'd be useless behind a bear. 
I wouldn't mind working in an office. I, I'd, I'd kind of get organised. Would you, yeah? Yeah, I could do that kind of thing. Jeez, most people want to get out of the office. You're yeah. trying to get into one. Well, I, I don't know. if It yeah. might be different. If it was Two weeks later, up yeah. the office. I'd be no good at physical work. If I, have to, if I had to survive by physical work, it would test me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not strong. Not strong? No. Is there one thing you would like to be good at? That's sort of the same as the one of the questions I asked you already, but... If there's one thing I'd like to be good at, well, I'd love to be a better singer. I'd love to be a right singer, but mm. you know, I have to be happy with that I'm able to sing at all. You know, it's nice that people would listen to it. Mm. But yeah, I would like to be good at, at mechanical things and handy things. Mm. And uh, but it's just you know everybody's brain doesn't compute like it's yeah 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 absolutely. Uh, and, and I think it's a huge um, consideration for academic training for people people go to school and mm. they were always there was always people who were good ac- academics yeah and good people who weren't and and i was lucky enough to be one of the ones who was who could handle the academic side of it fairly well but yeah, of course yeah. it's very skewed like because it, there was a kind of a, a an acceptance that people who weren't good academically mm. weren't as bright yeah, yeah and of yeah. course it's completely nonsense you know everybody's good at something yeah 100%. i mean i i couldn't make a table mm. Mm-hmm. But you know, probably somebody who was doing it's a wood- skill in its own, then like, yeah. You know? yeah. But somebody who was able to do woodwork at school probably wouldn't have been like uh, it wouldn't have been as trendy as being, yeah, being yeah, good yeah. at French. Yeah, but yeah, of course, yeah. it's just as it's probably more valuable. Yeah, well, that's it. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, actually, carpentry would be something I'd love to be good at. Would it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, we'll, what's your favorite song? It doesn't have to be Saw Doctors. We'll actually Saw Doctor song first, and then I, any other song. My favourite Saw Doctor song is Same Old Town mm. because it kind of balances out where we're coming from. We got very well known for being lively and humorous and yeah. kind of a bit frivolous even maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I think Same Old Town then balances out the idea of and the fact that there's there's two different sides to yeah. what you're writing about and the, okay, and the, yeah. and the both of them are equally important. Because if you're all one and not the other. Yeah. I mean, there'd be no crack being all the same old town either. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who writes the songs mainly? Who's there for, for the Sword Doctors? Yourself, Davey? Um, Davey is a wonderful... Um, he's actually a composer. He, mm. He's brilliant with music. He has tunes running around his head, mm. original tunes all the time. And then generally what would happen is I might write poems. Yeah. And I'd give Davey five or six poems and he'd have... 10 or 12 tunes running around his head and he'd yeah. come back and say, well, this one f- might fit this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we write with Parik Stevens over the years as well. He'd, uh, we'd either do some of his songs or he'd contribute to what we'd be writing. Okay. And that was generally how we wrote songs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sitting down. It's like a jigsaw, you, you have bits and pieces. Add bits, yeah. everyone adds their own yeah. take or their own interest or a bit yeah. into it, yeah, yeah. He takes from there. Yeah, like... As I said, it's a bit like putting a jigsaw together. You yeah. mo- move the bits around and yeah, 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 yeah. generally shorten it. You always end up with bits or things that are too long. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting, like this podcast now to exactly. be ten minutes long. It's getting rid of the <laughs> the superfluous crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, God help you. <laughs> be all right. I just have to see the clock there. We're fifty two, and it says underneath here the maximum recording time is sixty minutes. So we'll. Hmm. I won't keep you too much longer, Leo. Well, there's plenty you can cut out, in here. So the other, just your favorite song in general. Have you any other songs? I really any, don't. Any bit different. of B or any of them? No. no <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I, like, I love all kinds of songs. I yeah. I uh, I love Spotify. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not amazing. it's not great for artists, and I'm, mm. 
I'm kind of uh, in a moral dilemma there, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing to just be able to hear any song you every like. song a yeah. podcast or anything you need is in your pocket uh, in your phone. Yeah, like yeah. I got up this morning, I wanted to hear Blower Common People. I don't yeah. know why. It's a great song. Brilliant song. Yeah, that was my favorite song this morning. Yeah, but I've all kinds of favorite songs different days. Yeah, I know what you mean. Depends mm. on the mood. Yeah. <laughs> so last question, Leo. Unless you want to play a, a music or a song for three minutes. Do you want me to sing a song? Not really. Do you want to sing a song? Or do you want? Are you going to play a song off? No, you can sing a song if you want. Whatever you want to do. We have <coughs> six minutes. You'll knock one out by then, will you? Six minutes. Sing a Christmas song for us. All right. All right. No, whatever you want, Leo. Yeah, I'll sing the tune Christmas song we wrote. Perfect. One time. Perfect. This is a Christmas special. From Turner Daily to Gil Martin Road, all the boys are on their way back home. Christie's selling Christmas trees, there's turkeys on the square. If you didn't make the passage home, you'd wish that you were there. To everyone above in tune, a very Merry Christmas. You'll be meeting all the boys you used to sit beside in class. A young girl got so drunk he lit a fag at midnight mass. Your mother's on the telephone trying to book a call. <clears throat> the lad playing in the band can't get home to Donegal. To everyone above in tune, a very Merry Christmas. There'll be cars going down the Milltown Road, rushing down to knock To pick up weary immigrants who've been travelling round the clock With their bags chock full of duty-free stories from abroad There'll be hugs and celebrations down on Ballygaddy Road To everyone above in tune, a very Merry Christmas There'll be marching round the high cross when the new year comes in And a shot of celebration will be fired by Dr Waldron St Stephen's Day, the college fields, the place sports lovers go Will Celtic beat the Blues this year? You never really know So here's to all the children getting all the things they need don't forget the starving millions when you sit down to your feet. And here's to all the emigrants, may your stay be filled with cheer. And to all of you who hold the fort, may you have a great new year. To everyone above in tune, a very merry Christmas. To everyone above in tune, Sligo, Curfin and Clumbu, Clunaglash and Cordoon Roo. Merry, Merry Christmas. Beautiful. I wouldn't say beautiful. Beautiful, Leo, beautiful. <coughs> Thank you very much. We're going to wrap it up with that. And that's pleasure. Fine note. Like I said, it's. I'm sorry for you. You have to listen to it again. Not at all. We'll do all the editing we need. We'll be all good. Thanks very much, Leo. Not and hope you have a great Christmas. A pleasure, thanks. Cheers, thank thanks. you very much.